What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today! The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Forever Dog This is the cold open you're getting from me, Jonathan Braylock. Wow, why are you screaming? Because this is the passion I have. The people need to know. People just turned it on. I want to talk about anything but this movie, okay? Okay. I will talk... James, you know what I talk well, about? Well, we can talk about some superhero because, you know, this is a superhero movie. And, you know, okay, yeah. great. Great. It's hard because there's not a lot of... Here's the thing. You know, I think one of the reasons this movie was made is, that, you know, there's not a lot of uh, superhero films that even now that are starring people of color in the lead. Yeah. And this one don't star a person of color in the lead either, Bray. Yeah, I mean, co-lead, you know. No, this one not even a co-lead. This one might as well be a sidekick. Uh, well, well yeah. No, no. For real, for real, for real, for real. That's not even a bit. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it. We're in the cold open, but this is my second time. Oh, you're right. We're in the cold open. I was gonna say some stuff about this. The movie. people need to know Bray in the cold open. We about to get into a movie that y'all don't want to watch. Here's what. Here's what annoys me. <laughs> spoiler alert for no. This is not a huge spoiler alert, but a little spoiler alert for Doctor Strange. Just a tiny one. What? That there's a, <laughs> I I can't believe. Go ahead, say it. A, what a are you about color, to do? I'm just saying. There's a woman of color in the movie. And she's like, kind of like, she's like one of the, but it's still Doctor Strange's movie, oh, you know? Oh. Uh, Wait, which? And the, oh, and the yeah, main yeah, bad yeah. guy is also a white person. It's like, it's kind of like they, I feel like they're, it's like, they're, they're like, they've already stacked the deck with so many white leads and mostly white male leads. And then now they're like, all right, we'll make all like the tertiary characters people of color. And you're like, yeah. this doesn't feel good. <laughs> Yeah, it no, feels it doesn't. like you're just checking off a box just, to, you know, I mean, like, I guess it's better than just having it all be white people. But I mean, but that's what you want to do. Do it anyway. I don't know. There's something about it that feels like that's what you're going to yeah. do anyway. Do it like this is my thing, man. Huh. OK, OK. Look, I, I don't <laughs> mind things being diverse. But for instance, if you're talking about things in modern age, they just released a cast for uh, Disney's making. It's not a superhero, but I consider superhero adjacent. The Percy Jackson TV show. And for the lead actress, they cast a young black girl. And of course, 
the trolls came out and the black girl had to come out and say, hey, listen, y'all can come for me all you want, but I'm proud and confident in myself. Like, I had to book the part. Like, she had to go against white girls too. You know what I mean? She just won. And so to me, when I see things like that, it's like, I know y'all don't want to make these parts people of color, especially black people. I really feel like it's black people because you don't want black people saving the day. If you didn't want us swimming in swimming pools, Y'all definitely not going to want us saving the day. You will come home. Next thing you know, your little kid for Halloween going to be dressed up. They already dressed up like Black Panther. They don't know what the fuck to do. Okay? They're like, they out here doing Wakanda forever. You know what I'm saying? At the RNC, they like, get out of here. Wait, but do you think there's more hate? Do you think there's more hate when it's cast as a Black person than cast as... I mean, I, I just feel like there's also probably just more times... I do that the stunt cast is black than not, right? Like, well, I think it makes sense to do that because I think you can't make that lead part black. Because I think, like, if you look at the history of it, like, Amandala kind of became really famous because when she got, what was that, Hunger Games, like, people were like, oh, how could she be black? Even though the character is described, people are idiots. But, like, she had to come out. She was a kid. Michael B. Jordan got death threats and had to have security while doing Fantastic Four because people were so upset that he was Johnny Storm. Yeah, and then what was it? John Boyega talks about like how people literally was calling him every name. I still feel like we give such a huge voice to, to the, I like the, these people that, you know, it's like, oh, it's like, I, I remember when the Black Storm Trooper was trending on Twitter and like, I looked at the tweets and most of the tweets were like, I can't believe this is trending on Twitter. You know, like, who cares? You know, it's like, but... I don't know. It, I mean, like, I mean, it, it not to not to negate the fact that it happens because it definitely, it definitely does. I'm just like, it doesn't. It it feels like it's like progress has kind of been made, but it feels like we're back to like what it always was, you know? Which is like, yeah, like throw a black person in, have them be the sidekick, you know? Like, yeah, you know, we, yeah. <laughs> it's but it's sort of it's like it's like real progress. Real progress is just is is like a movie like everything everywhere all at once being made. And people are like, this movie is good, not only because it's about the multiverse of blah, blah, whatever, but also because like this Asian cast is crushing it and people will see movies, <laughs> people will see movies, whether they look like them or not, you know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You want a yeah. big shit. You want a tidal wave of change, like a, a thunder force. Did you look off into the distance and say that? Like, was that? Is that you what know what I mean? Doing? Like, you want like just uh, just a tsunami of change, you know, or or better yet, a thunder force. I wasn't saying you should say it again. I was just like, I did you? I don't want to be a part of this part of the. Pod, what are you talking about? Yeah, it feels weird, right, <laughs> like, James? I don't. Feel I don't want to be a part good. of like this moment. I I, I mean, I appreciate it because every time you're able to just kind of like roll right into it in a way that you know it's unexpected, right? It's, like rolling you know, thunder force. Hear my no. cry. <laughs> <laughs> No. <laughs> Can we start? Do we have to like? Do we have to keep doing this? Yeah, that was a pretty good. That was a that was a pretty good pull. That, I have to say. Yeah, that was that did that. Yeah, James, this is why he does it because you encourage him. All right, let's start the show. <laughs> you know what Jonathan Raylock, James the Welcome to Black Men Can't Jump in Hollywood. Hollywood City. Why is that there? 
because I'm fun. <laughs> nice. I just wanted to make sure I said an Octavia line. The one I was going to do was, that's a, did that's I a do one. that? Did, did I do right. that? Yeah. Did Octavia yeah. have a joke? That was her first joke. That's why I said it. <laughs> her first joke was, <laughs> was why Wait, is there joke? this carnival game here? And it's because I'm fun. Yeah, because she's not fun. And she's <laughs> and wow. so the joke is <laughs> that wow. she's saying that she's fun. <laughs> well, all right. That was at least her first bit. <laughs> Guys, the... I don't. <laughs> Bray, just start the show. How do we start? Okay, so those of you who are listening for the first time, this voice that sounds honestly just tired of superhero movies, just kind of fully exhausted from them. That 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 voice is Jonathan Braylock. <laughs> this voice that loves superhero movies, but you know, could use a little bit more creativity is that of Gerard Milligan. <laughs> <laughs> and this voice that's saying it with the thunder. Shit. James the third. This is about to be a rough episode. <laughs> saying it with you know the thunder. What I'm talking about. Okay. Yeah, with the thunder. I'm too tired for this. But can we can you know I haven't seen y'all so long. Can we just like do we have to talk about this movie? Can we just like Yeah. It's the one we all watched. It's the one we all watched. I had to watch. This is my second time seeing this movie because I watched it when it like first came out or whatever. You watched this when it first came. You know what, James? I did try to watch this movie when it first came out and I cut it off. You know what? No, no. I think my mom was like, I think she turned on, was it Dancing with the Stars instead? I think she was like, all right, we've had enough. (laughs) Are you serious? Uh, I th- I'm pretty sure she turned on like either Dancing with the Stars. I'm gonna watch this. When you think about people who like who watches these like weird America has talent, this bu- my mother. She watches all of them. I used to watch Best Dance Crew. I liked that. Oh, one. that was different though. Come on, Jabberwockies oh, all day, baby. Fun. Come on, gang, yeah, gang. Come on, Jabberwockies. Come on, Jabberwockies. <laughs> we are a film review podcast. We review the films we ah! <laughs> talk about them in the context of oh, race and diversity in Hollywood. Do it. And today we are reviewing the film Thunder Force, the Netflix film. Why? Thunder Force? Octavia Spencer. Octavia Spencer, that's why. Octavia Spencer, Melissa McCarthy. It is a Netflix film, so there is no box office. This film came out in 2021. It came out last year? I thought this was three years ago. (laughs) No, it came out last year. Last year in April. Oh, wow. Only a year ago. I wouldn't have pegged that. Like, I would have thought, like, it came out January 1st just for there to be more time. But, like, it does feel like a lot. But that's the pandemic talking. This movie has a 21% rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a 23% audience score. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) The critic consensus is, it got a few chuckles, but Thunder Force is largely a superhero comedy that's neither exciting nor funny and an egregious waste of its co-star's talents. (laughs) and then the audience says with a boring story and a low laughed joke ratio thunder force is likely joke likely to leave you wishing you'd watched any of the talented cast members numerous better films (laughs) well you know what the cast is very talented so that's who directed it who directed this oh the director was the also the writer was melissa mccarthy's husband you know what? She's supporting her husband. So, you know, okay. I love that the, to the she's supporting her husband. He could have wrote this on his own and then... and then Ben Falcone. <laughs> James, what are you talking about? 
We said I'm finish, not saying that. Finish, finish, finish your statement, James. We about to say. <laughs> I'm just saying he could have wrote it and, and you know what I mean. It was like I would like Melissa to be in this. <laughs> that that could have been. <laughs> uh, you know, most of the movies he's written, uh, if not all of them. Hold on. Yeah, pretty much all of them have been starring his wife. So and listen, I'm not even mad at that. I'm not even mad at that. I'm just like, listen, no. if I marry someone, that's like me marrying like Zoe Kravitz, okay? And then all of a sudden, every movie I'm in is a Zoe Kravitz movie. It's like, hey, man, call a spade a spade, okay? Ain't nothing wrong with that. If you pop first, you're going to put your partner in. If they pop first, they put you. I'm not mad at it. I'm just like, get him some help. You know what I'm saying? Get him some help. <laughs> man. Um, Why are we doing this? Melissa, come it on has my Octavia Spencer in it. It has Octavia Spencer in it. It's been out for a year. We were like, oh, let's finally do it. It's my fault. But all right, let's start. I mean, we, <laughs> we don't want to start, Bray. The, well, people don't, the people don't want us to start. Sure, they the feel quicker the sadness. we start, the quicker it's over. I'm going to yeah. go first. Initial thoughts. No. No. That's your initial thought. That's my initial thought. Is no. No. Okay. Uh, let, me you, let me tell you what makes me mad about this movie. And this is this is dead honest. I love movies about friendship. I, I, it is like I value, I think, friendship more than family sometimes. So I love that I was like, oh, man, they're about to build this friendship. What I didn't like is that Octavia Spencer is super funny. She wasn't even a, she is co-built. She had no fun. She was just there like, no, why are we doing this? And he didn't write her fun. And the thing is, it would have been cooler to see them swap parts at least and just see like Melissa not be the one who's like the burping, whatever one. And, you know, it would have been nice to see that. Or it would have been nice to see you gave us a whole fucking 48 minute montage of y'all training Melissa McCarthy and then eventually Octavia. I can't Octavia. believe. <laughs> it was but almost she's not a- She's not even in the montage. She does. She turns invisible once. She turns invisible once. That's not a montage. She's not even a good <laughs> superhero. She's not even good. And then the thing is, I'm like, you have them. You spend this much time with them building to like their first mission. We don't montage their missions. We don't see them become Thunder Force. They do one crappy ass job. And then like uh, Octavia kind of messes up. Then we have her daughter, who I think is super talented. I think this girl was great. We didn't give her anything. You, you know what made me mad? Okay. You put black people in this movie as side characters and they didn't have shit to do. The one little dude with the locks, he has shit to do. Okay, the daughter kind of came in, was like, oh yeah, she liked Melissa McCarthy, respected her mom, but was scared of her mom. And then, what? <laughs> no, that's my review. No. <laughs> I saw this movie twice because I saw it when it when it like first came out and I didn't like it when I first saw it. And these are the things that came up to me on the first watch. On the first watch, I was like, it felt like after that opening with the two of them as a kid that you could follow either one. They set it up that like either one of them could be, could have been the lead. But then we cut to Melissa McCarthy as an adult and we follow her for so long. And I don't know, like... So on the but on the rewatch it was like oh that actually did it didn't feel like that happened quite as much. And it felt like it moved a little bit faster than I thought. And it did feel a little bit more like on first watch it felt like she was literally her sidekick and not and not a lead character at all, but on the rewatch it on the rewatch it felt a little bit more even. And I don't know if that's just me like filling in <laughs> filling in some nonsense. 
I agree. Octavia wasn't funny. She didn't have any jokes. She is a funny actor and can do comedy, but they didn't give her any jokes. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It felt like a lot of like bits, but not necessarily a lot of like, not a lot of like super funny bits. And so like that was, that was frustrating too. So I don't know. We had to watch her chew. She had a bit where she was just chewing. Here's my thing. When you pitch a comedy movie, there has to be a premise. Okay. The premise is, is the reason a studio should say, yes, this is why we're making a movie. Now, don't get me wrong. I understand the idea of like, hey, let's make a comedy movie where Melissa McCarthy is a superhero. I can understand interest being piqued by that. Hmm, that sounds interesting. What is it is the next question. Clearly, when Netflix made this movie, they didn't ask that follow-up question because there's no answer to it. There's no, what is it about? It's not about anything. It's, there's no comedy presence. premise. So if there's no comedy premise, then the movie's not going to be funny. It's, I guess, at best, a loose comedy premise of like Hancock of like, what if there's like a bad superhero team, which seems antithetical to what you would want this movie to be, which is two women who are plus size or who are like, not like America's like standard you know, traditional definition of beauty, like in their mid 40s, being like superheroes, you know, like that's interesting. But then that also can't be the joke because that's gross. And the movie kind of knows that it can't be the joke and also doesn't know what else the joke is. And therefore, you get a movie that's truly devoid of laughter. And there's no story. So all it is. You're just you're like, why are we watching? I guess we're just watching this so that Melissa McCarthy can improv her way through and like every once in a blue moon say something that's really funny, you know, with no help from literally any anybody else. <laughs> it's tough from Octavia Spencer, who's a who's a pure actress, she's not a comedy actress. When you put a real uh, not I shouldn't say a real actor, when you put a dramatic actor into a comedy movie, you got to give them a strong script so they can be funny. If you're not giving them a strong script, it's not going to be funny. They're not going to generate comedy by themselves. That's what happened in this movie, sadly. Octavia Spencer has more funny parts in The Help than she did. I'm not... I, I know it's way too early for the cause. I think The Help helped Octavia Spencer way more than this movie ever did. And that movie's super problematic. That's one of my worst hated movies of all time. Last thing I'll say is, is it a coincidence that the superpower they gave the black woman was invisibility? Nigga, don't, don't, bruh. Bruh. You gave gave the white woman super strength and made her literally the hero. And at one point someone goes, what do you do? They say it multiple times to her. Like, yeah, I could use her and enforce her. And then I'm pretty sure I can figure out, you know, use for whatever it is you do. And even at the end, she's still not even good because she needs a taser. She needs help. This movie is hot garbage. Fresh off the press. This is trash. Okay, I ain't call a movie trash in a long time. Hey, I'm going to give everybody a preview of what I'm about to get this movie. Not shit. Okay? That's what this movie about to get from me before we get to the end. Not 
Shit, Octavia Spencer is a gift to the world, and she was gifted a hot piece of ass because she was friends with Melissa McCarthy. Okay? This, she deserves better. Stop treating these black women like this. Invisibility. Sorry, Bray, you were going. Don't. Melissa, cut my mic. What's up, folks? This podcast is sponsored by Earning. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn could be in your hands today with Earning. Earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earning app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. Think about it. Say you're going out for a special date or it's getting hot, y'all. You might need a fresh outfit for brunch or something nice. Or maybe you just want to feel good and take yourself to dinner. Earning can help you today. Make earning a part of your financial routine and join earnings over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability and security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Download Earning today. That's spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in Jump Under Podcast when you sign in. It'll help the show out. Jump Under Podcast. Subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period. See Earning.com slash DOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Hi, this is Will Arnett. I, we, are inviting you to follow us as we go on tour and we take our podcast, Smartless, on the road. Join us and watch any boundaries we previously had disappear. Like you've never seen us before, you'll see us on the road, ordering lunch, roasting each other, and on stage as we surprise each other with a mystery celebrity guest in each city. Boy, that sounds amazing. Welcome to to Smartless! Don't miss our new series, Smartless, on the road, streaming May 23rd, only on Max. Subscription required. Priceline presents Go to Your Happy Price. What's up? It's Kaylee Cuoco. When it comes to travel, we all have a happy place. You can see yourself already there. It's beautiful. It might be sunny and sandy for some, neon and urban for others, deserts or rainforests or hiking trails. With Priceline, you can get to your happy place for a happy price with deals you really can't find anywhere else like up to 60% off select hotels to Costa Rica or five-star hotels for two-star prices in Cabo. Go to Priceline.com and travel to your happy place for a happy price. All right, see ya. I'm off to Miami. No, actually, wow, look at that. No, I'm going to Hawaii now. Ooh, Cancun looks nice. You know what? Belize looks pretty nice this time of year. Or, mmm, Palm Springs. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right. So, here we go. The movie starts... You, <laughs> you doing the thing. Say the beginning trash. of the movie is, the, <laughs> is Octavia Spencer's character, right? Getting bullied. You know, she's like... She, well, we see her parents. They're like... They're, they kind of like, hey, you know, in, in this world... 
there's some genetic thing that happened and like and then once it, it interacted with radioactivity it made people have super human abilities those people be all turned evil they became known as the miscreants and they all like did bad things and so and it's like one of those things was they killed my parents you know and we see octavia spencer's character like her parents die and then she was like i vowed to like grow up and be special so that i could help stop them you know and then so we see she gets she's getting bullied at school for being a nerd she, she uh, one of the things she constantly says is I'm not a nerd. I'm just smart. There's a difference. Melissa McCarthy's character as a little girl protects her from a school bully. And so they become friends. And then we kind of fast forward to them in high school. And I mean, goodness, this movie was this movie was created from a freaking cookie cutter. Like, and now you introduce a a problem, you know, between the main characters. And they're like, all right, maybe the problem is she had to wake up early to like take a test or something and melissa mccarthy's supposed to wake her up but she like doesn't wake her up oh yeah yeah <laughs> i it's it, it's unfortunate that we're like barely invested in this like like they th- i i like how i like how they become friends it's kind of cu- it's like this cute little like yeah that scene is kind of cute you know but like but then instantly <laughs> Instantly, Octavia Spitz's character is always has to study, cannot hang with, <laughs> cannot hang with Melissa McCarthy. And then like, and like almost immediately, they're already at odds in this way. And in a way that's like, not like, I, I, I then don't care when they become, when they break up, when they're, when they're like not friends anymore, because they sort of kind of right away stop being. Well, the problem is we don't really see them be best friends we just are basically told we see the beginning of their friendship but we don't see them be best friends we're basically told that they were but we immediately jump from the beginning of their friendship to the end of it and the end of their friendship is feels trivial you know outside of them her saying like you don't get it i need to be special and like octavia spencer like her character kind of says some things that are kind of messed up especially just, like it's like she just didn't wake you up in time like why are you why did she have to wake you up like why don't you have an alarm clock if you're smart I, anyway it's just like it's so weak it's just a weak reason and then they and then we're supposed to believe that after that fight they never talk again and they were in high school so then the next time we see them they're in their late 40s makes no bray so like uh, and then but we're supposed to believe that melissa mccarthy is still like my best friend, you know, and you're like, okay, so did she just have zero friends the rest of her life? Like, I mean, possible, but just really sad. I don't really know. Again, like, I mean, this happens sometimes with comedians that their personalities are so strong that movies decide to not write a character for them because they're just like, this character is just Melissa McCarthy. And here are the the circumstances change, but you understand who this character is. She's like, kind of a bumbling idiot who's like brass and like and like will say stuff and she's tough you know but like like talks out of turn or whatever and so i guess that's what her character is like they keep trying to set up that she keeps doing the quote-unquote dumb thing which i guess she does which is like what but like that's not enough also it's like you can have octavia have any fun like this whole movie she has no 
fun. And then she literally had, but she, they gave her, but they gave, for as much as she wasn't having fun, they gave her the catchphrase, I have fun. Like, Which I get. She says it. It feels like a it, studio note, James. It feels like yeah, the studio was exa- like, can, <laughs> can Octavia Spencer character have more fun? And so they were like, F you, studio. Here, we'll write a line in where she's like, I'm having fun. And it's like, no, F you, writer, for yeah. not writing a real character and making her boring. And it's interesting because... Who's the co-lead of your movie. Because I thought the payoff was going to be like for her to use her powers more frequently she would have to have fun or like maybe like she would have to come out of her comfort zone to like beat the big bad or something at the end but no as a matter of fact we get to the end she's still mean to her daughter like what are you doing like it the lessons don't get learned i think until like the very last shot the other thing that's so it's like so again like i said there's no comedic premise so like you know, there's a high school reunion and she's like, are you going to come? And she's like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. Or like, I, I, you know, and so, but she doesn't show up. So instead she goes, this was a, fu- there was a little funny bit between the guy who like couldn't tell a joke and he was like trying to do a knock knock joke. It's so wild that like, I, when I first saw that, I was like, what? but on, se- on the second watch, it was like, I couldn't even remember how that joke is supposed to go. And it's so funny how he could, how he just could not get through it. I thought that was, I, yeah. But they keep doing jokes like, they try to keep doing jokes like this. (laughs) An owl. I'm an an owl. (laughs) If we, if if I keep repeating this, it'll be funny. Sad part is it's one of the fun, it's easily one of the funniest jokes in the movie. And it's, and it's mildly funny. (laughs) Is it? I mean, yeah, name me a, I mean, right, name, me a, name me a better joke because there are. <laughs> what are the better jokes? Okay, there was that one time when. Oh my no, god! No, I wasn't that funny. There was this other time. No. When <laughs> when they were. I don't want to be a part of this. No, 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 James. There was this time. I did. Like, I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I did, like the, the a a point when the banter was really working for me is when they first have the standoff with with Bobby Cannavale, when they first interact with the bad guys. And Melissa is just, she's just like saying joke. Like she's just, she's just calling out their behavior the whole time. And that was the one time where it felt like it was kind of working. The like, the, the like banter that is endless the kind of the weird repetition of like she walks so slow <laughs> yeah like like this must, that must that must get really annoying for you and the like and palm being like i can't wait to kill you all and then him being like they they do this all of these same jokes other times and they don't work that was the time <laughs> that was the time where i was like i like it in this you know i like i like it in this execution you know so guys i'm not going to lie this movie is trash. <laughs> you, haven't, like, you haven't been lying the whole time. Even thinking about yeah. it, even thinking about it right now, I was like, I keep trying to think like, again, I think the most frustrating part for real, for real, is I think, I think personally, I, I have read that like the two of them have been friends for years. So they wanted to do something together, which is like dope. No, that's but great. it sucks because like, it's like they both are so talented. Like this movie could have been 
both of them are really good at drama. You know what I'm saying? Like Melissa may be more on the comedy side, Octavia may be more on the drama side, but they both can do each other's world. So it'd have been fun to like see a movie that challenged them. Guys, or... what's the premise of this movie? But also let's but let's also talk about that what you just said, right? They have been friends for years. All three of them have been friends for years, right? She used to watch them at the groundlings. And they finally write this movie for the two of them. Or Ben does, I guess, right? It's just Ben by himself. He's just Ben by himself. Yeah, Ben wrote it. It's a complete lack of understanding of how of writing for Octavia is essentially where where it failed, right? Like oh, Melissa yeah. all oh, day. But it's like, but it's but it's a little worse when they're friends <laughs> because it's like you you haven't been paying attention. How well do you know her? Like you didn't even it's almost like he didn't try to he know who write. he know who he's married to, James. Yeah, but 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 if that is your friend too, like they've, they've been friends. I know it should be. That's his wife's that friend. Same amount of time. That's his wife's friend. No, he was there. That no, he was there. That is no. not, like he. Yeah, used, he should the, know. The, he should know her. She used to watch them at the Groundlings. The two of them, Ben and Ben and Melissa, at the Groundlings. The three of them have known each other for that for that period of time. At least I, at least I think. I don't. You know, I I skimmed an article. Man, you right? know your wife's friends, like, man. You know your wife's friend, you know, and like, and this could have, they could have done the, like, the glass thing where, where, like, when you write for Samuel L. Jackson, it's like Samuel L. Jackson has the big, meaty, like, the big, this didn't really happen in glass. It's what I wanted to happen in glass. But it's like, you know, you give her the, like, you give her the emotional weight of the movie and actually give her these, like, big emotional acting moments and then you let Melissa act a fool you know and like and let that balance I don't know or it's let like them both have fun you know what it is it's like this movie okay so this is the thing I do think I understand what they were trying to go for with superheroes I think they said it in one of the lines it's like hey these are middle aged 40 year old women who are superheroes which I think is like great That that's, that's something you could really touch on if you my thing is, if you want to touch on, like, these two women are superheroes in their 40s and what that is like, to me, that is a that is something we can talk about because we haven't seen that. We haven't seen, you know. So, yes, I agree. But what's the take on that is, is my thing. Because to me, there was, like, it's like if the take was, like, nobody takes them seriously until they prove themselves or you know what I mean? Like they have other lives, you know? So it's like interrupting. It's like, you know, if like Octavia Spencer's a mom and like Melissa McCarthy has like a job, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm thinking about like, what does it mean to be a 40 year old woman who's a superhero? It's like, you want to see some of that, but like none of that is real. Octavia Spencer, essentially we just find out that like she created this like Tony Stark level company where it's like a huge, I don't even know what the company does, but it's just like this huge profitable company. And one of the big things that she's been doing is developing a serum that could turn you into a superhero. And Melissa McCarthy just stumbles upon this room that's like supposedly so valuable, the whole life's work, a serum that they, for whatever reason, can't replicate, and it's able to be accessed. It's like unlocked. It's a room that's unlocked. It, you no code to put it in to to activate it. She presses, she pushes one lever. She, and the she whole pushes a lever. Initiates. She turns on a light and pushes a, a lever. A single lever. 
She pushes a single lever and the whole... <laughs> Here's my thing. It's a comedy thing. So again, like the story doesn't need to necessarily... You don't need to be that... Uh, it doesn't need to be that complicated. But you have to have a comedic premise then. And there is no comedic premise to this movie. Unless the comedic premise is just like, aren't they idiots? You know? And like, I don't think that's what the movie wanted you to feel. Except for like the parts where they like couldn't get in and out of a car. Yeah, I, it wanted to be Abbott and Costello. Like it wanted to be like the straight, the straight person, crazy person. Like they wanted to just do that. And I don't even think they did that. I don't even think they did that on the nose. But they did it. Yeah. <laughs> they could. They but they didn't do it at all because once Octavia Spencer becomes a superhero, she she's. And I, I guess it's their attempt to give her humor. She's messing up. She's like chickening out. She's like, she's not helpful at, she's not helpful in most moments. She's scared. She's like not built for it. It's like, it doesn't make any sense. Like, and then Melissa McCarthy, who's bumbling in it becomes, is like the brave one. And you're just like, what, which I guess makes sense for their kid characters. But then you're watching this, and you're just like, what? Like, and also, again, I, I mean, when you have a premise, when you have a, a pr- when you have no premise and then you have like you're just the you're like kind of justification for why the story is happening be so so weak you know like they're mad at her and it's like you it's like you guys let this happen it, it's insane that you don't have the most valuable thing in your company guard it or goodness have a lock on the door have a lock on the door <laughs> the like personal assistant is the one who needs to safeguard it what? It's their fault. It's not Melissa McCarthy's fault at all. It's their fault. So you open Google Chrome on your phone. You're hunting for a super rare first edition vinyl of a band you're obsessed with when you're supposed to be working. But the site you tapped on seems pretty shady. And Daryl from IT just jumped up from his desk. Oh no, he's coming your way. It's a good thing built-in malware protection keeps you safe and sound. Not from Daryl though. Sorry. There's no place like Chrome. Download Google Chrome on your phone. At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked off the vine, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've completely overhauled our process to shorten the time from harvest to home for our tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. Because we know how much you love fresh produce, we give you more time to enjoy your tasty fruits and veggies at home. So whether you're shopping in-store, picking up, or prefer delivery, we're committed to bringing you the freshest produce possible. Kroger, fresh for everyone. And we, yeah, and it's like we knew that dude was the big bad the whole time, and we knew Melissa Leo was like, Oh, and I mean, another thing too. that makes, makes no, it makes no, yeah, I mean, well, talk about the most predictable thing ever, but, okay, so, Bobby is the main bad guy. He's the mayor. He's secretly a miscreant. There's no, there's no actual reason for it, but for some reason, he's slipping in the polls. We don't ever truly understand why. Nope. Also, is there no good person with superpowers? Like every last no, one that's the thing. Is everybody, everyone who got powers was bad. Every last person. The okay. other problem okay. is that right. we hear this, and I don't know how much I don't know what this budget was, but like it's funny for a movie that seemingly had a budget. There's three miscreants in the whole movie, which is wild. 
And one of them is just, has lobster hands. He's a half miscreant, uh, half Korean. Yeah. That's one of their biggest jokes in the they movie the is that Korean half Korean sounds twice. like half Korean. That's the level of jokes we're working with here. Half Korean. Did you say half Korean? Oh, my God. I was like, you know what it was? This is what it was. Okay. When people are like, hey, Gerard, why do you get so mad sometimes when white dudes direct so many movies? I'm like, hey, there's a lack of understanding with some people of other cultures. And I don't think he did this on purpose. I truly don't. I think he probably thought he was doing a really good job. And I probably think he thought this was great. But this is where the checks and balances come. You know what I mean? I feel like no one checked to see if this was... Like, why is Palm in this movie? Like, I was like, she doesn't need to be in this. She's a guardian of the galaxy. You know? She's a guardian of the galaxy. Who? This is the same character, Palm. She's Mantis in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. She was like the one with the electrocuting powers. Are she and Thor going to have a relationship in this next movie? Is that what I keep seeing in the trailer? Or is that somebody else? No, I don't think that's her. I have a, th- I have a theory, but... It happens so quick. No, 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 no. I don't know who it is. I, I do think, like, it just sucks because when I try to think about because I don't like crapping on movies. I, I truly don't. So no matter what Braylock tells everybody, I want to like a movie. just no way you don't. I want to like <laughs> movies because, honestly, like, I don't want to sit here and be like, oh, you know, I didn't want to watch this. You shouldn't watch it. Like, it's a black person in it. Like, you should definitely watch it and support it. But this movie is tough because I don't think anyone cared about Octavia Spencer. It, and it, and it just it's still I it I just cannot believe she sidelined in this way. It's like it's like um, imagine like we met somebody at UCB who literally just came to like see the shows, okay, and and now they're hugely famous, and they're like, I really want to do a comedy with with you, and then all we do is write funny stuff for us and have them go, what? The whole movie. Like, I just don't get, like, I just, I just can't imagine, I cannot imagine doing that. It is Bro, blowing my is mind. that is what this is. That is what this is. <laughs> I can't, I, I, it's, it's, it's just like, how do you fully sideline this person, You this whole ass person that you know and like have hung out with and like, and like, and it's just like you have always looked at them as like the not funny one or the whatever the fuck. I don't know what it is, but it's just it's driving me crazy. Oh my god! Because they made her like the ma- like the this like mousy kid. Even though she created this business, they made her this like mousy nerd. You know, for what really? J- just so that Melissa McCarthy could protect her? Like it's so lame. So they literally made her a mousy nerd so that Melissa McCarthy could be a white savior in the film. That's what that's what happened. I mean, that's just what the movie is. Like, oh, oh, what? Like, why couldn't she be an Oprah-like character? Why couldn't she? She 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 should be badass. Like, why is she? She should be all about her bit. She's all about her business, and and her whole life. And yet, and then they make it so that when she gets their powers, she's scared and timid, and Melissa McCarthy is once again the hero. It's like, what? Melissa McCarthy is doing flips and spins. She punches the ground at one point and pops up on her feet. She throws a goddamn bus. She didn't do any training. 
Octavia didn't do any training. There was no... <laughs> if you got invisibility, yes, you're going to need a taser. But also, like, you need that, some combat skills. You need to be in there punching and kicking and stuff, or, too. Or get you a nice little stick you can whoop people's ass. Like, you can do something with invisibility. I'm like, I watched the boys. That invisible nigga was doing wild shit before yes. he died. Like, yes. Like, you telling me you can... Yo, it, it, it feels highly disrespectful. And the thing about it is, it is... This is the equivalent of like, and I know they're trying to fix it now, but when you watch Captain America and Falcon is like, you know, trying to jog and he's like on your left and he's just getting like, you know, raced by. It's like, like when you look at Iron Man, he got Rhodey as a sidekick. This is another sidekick. The only difference is, is that the black person in this one set up the white person to be the hero in the first place. So it's like you took the power away from her instantly. Instantly. Yeah, her original idea was great. Invisibility and super strength would have been incredible. Both of those things together, invisibility by itself, nonsense. <laughs> it plus, wow, what a great idea. And here's my Sorry, thing is that, no, I, I mean, to your point, it's like they had this thing where they could have set up a really emotional moment where Octavia Spencer's like, you want the credit for everything. Like, I did all this myself and you came in and you're the hero, you know, like, and you're like complaining like that I'm special. It's like, it's like you want to be the savior. You want to be the hero all the time. You can't, you like, you had to take the, you, you know what I mean? Like there could have been something like that. Instead it was, you're so reckless. You threw a bus, you could have hurt somebody. Uh, You're so dumb. And it's like, what? Yeah. <sighs> everything was forced. Okay, and we just really briefly have to talk about the fact. Uh, oh, nice! I do like it. <laughs> I was gonna be mad at first, and then I was like, I can't be mad at that. There is a moment <laughs> where Bobby's character, whose name is the King, so that's another joke. People call him King, and he's like, "It's the King. King is a dog." Which what? It's just like <laughs> King is not a bad name. Like the King doesn't make it any better. Anyway. It's so funny when you just like, when you're just like, man, this writer thought this was funny. That just reminds me of a bit that I did think was funny was when there was that guy who like talked back to him, who was like, he was like, I don't think they're going to be easy to kill boss <laughs> yeah. or whatever. And then, and then he's like, he's like, come over here. And he's like, no, 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 I'm good. No, like, I'm, good. I'm good over here. The, the guy just immediately turns down his definite demise. Like, yeah. he's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm going to stay. I'm good. I'm good. So the whole thing with the king is he wants to win an election. We, we and he's slipping in the polls for some reason, and apparently Thunder Force is a is a part of that because they're taking the onus off of him, even though they're like, oh, the Thunder Force is saving the city, not me, and that that's why I'm slipping in the polls. By the way, doesn't make any sense. The easiest, smartest thing for him to do is go, okay, let's just like call in Thunder Force and say that they work for me, and then I, I'll you know. I'm the one who helped, you know? No, instead, his plan is nobody knows he's a miscreant. Nobody knows he's a bad guy. So what he decides to do is take the most notorious miscreant, have them blast their way into the building that Thunder Force owns and be there with this miscreant and say, hey, I'm a bad guy. <laughs> I'm a bad guy. Stop being Thunder Force. <laughs> that was his plan yeah it, it would have been so easy for him to just be like <laughs> you know can you 
help me. Like, like let's as the mayor, <laughs> you know, thank you for all the work you've been doing. Because he's the current mayor, right? Like, he's the current mayor running he's for re-election. He's the current mayor running for re-election. <laughs> like, just all you have to do is, as mayor, use your power as mayor to meet with them and have them help you, et cetera, et cetera. You're and t- do a photo them. op and be like, hey, like, you know, I'm, the city's working together with these amazing heroes. And, and he could easily set them up to be killed easily yeah 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 and have them and have and then after they're killed be like you know like i try to save them or whatever it was like it there so many better ideas it, it's it's so forced that it, you're just like wow the right they, they clearly were like this movie's too long just speed this up cut out anything with them you know, figuring out who he is, just have him go to them. And it's like, okay, but now this movie makes no sense. So now you're relying, once the movie makes absolutely no sense, which now it does, at that point, it was like literally all logic is thrown out the window. Like just the the most simplest basic logic is thrown out the window. (laughs) Now it's like, well, now you got to be funny. And oh boy, not funny. (laughs) You know, this movie reminds me of a meal I once had. It was a meal where a all meal. the components oh, should no. have been really good. <laughs> it was like, it had my favorite dishes. It had like mac and cheese. It had cornbread with the actual corn pieces. So I was like, it should be moist Ooh, and the, not dry. Not with the corn pieces. With Come the corn on. pieces. Okay. Um, Did it have a little bit of jalapeno in them? No, like a little no bit, like, it had no jalapeno. Bit. Man, I'm not a monster. Okay, all right. I'm not all a right. monster, James. That would have been really I'm good. I'm not a it's, monster, it's very, James. Let me, just so you know, I don't want no good. spice. I just want the <laughs> you sweet. You put a couple, you, I don't just want like no a spice. couple jalapenos. In, it's very James, good. I'm telling my story, James. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Messing up my dream. All right? I had candy games. Should okay. be candy mm-hmm. the way that you want it. Not too sweet, but just a little. And I remember I tasted it. And the candy games were hard. Oh, macaroni and oh, cheese oh my god <laughs> only had one cheese and the cornbread was dry and it should have been good that's what this movie was when you see this movie and you see melissa mccarthy and octavia spencer on the cover you're like hey superheroes this should be a funny little spin and then you watch it and it was dry cornbread that's what this movie was to me Dry. I'm saying they could have put just like a couple of jalapenos. No, no, in there no, 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 no peppers, been. no peppers, James. <laughs> no peppers. I'd have made it too dry. Okay. All right. This thing needed some oh, milk. Oh, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Some butter. You know, a little bit of nutmeg. <laughs> I mean, this movie was bad. Like the thing is, it sucks. This was just a bad time. Like this was a bad experience. This was just a bad It time. was. The best thing I could say about this movie is at least it's under two hours, but... Dog, wow. It took me three sittings. It took me three... It, it felt... I dragged it out too long. I should have just bit the bullet and watched it in one sitting. Hey, this is Tim Heidecker, and I'm glad to be back in Glendale, California, in the studio with my good friends DJ Doug Pound and Vic Berger for another episode of our podcast, Office Hours Live. This week, we had a very special guest... His golden messenger, who played a beautiful tune for us. We laughed, we had fun, and you should tune in to Office Hours Live this week, and quite frankly, every week on your podcast app of choice or at youtube.com slash Office Hours Live. 
I also didn't like this. Can I just say this? I didn't like this to talk about the jokes. So like there was that series of references of her being like, it's like Urkel, did I do that? And she's like doing the whole Urkel thing. And then she's like, and then she's like, Nell, Jodie Foster, Nell. And she like does the whole Nell act out. And then like two scenes later, she doesn't know Bingo as a dog's name. She says Zorro. And I just, the thing about the, to, to me, as someone who loves making reference jokes, you can't, it, it, it ruins it when you just, yeah, be consistent about it. You can't do a, you can't have her think Zorro is the name of a dog. It's a movie after full of idiots. Just, after, after she just did, I mean, Urkel's not, not, not a super deep cut, but could be for some young people watching it now. And then, and Nell, like your references are, are Urkel and Nell, those two together. <laughs> okay. And then she doesn't know. I had to watch Nell in sociology class. <laughs> who are these jokes for? 40-something-year-old people. Not the bingo one. I don't know who that one was for. That didn't make any sense. It was for bingo. <laughs> she she thought bingo's name was Zorro? Zorro? <laughs> that makes no... Get... It's, not, was... it's also not funny. It's not, I'm, it's not funny. It was for mid-40s white women. Hey, guys. It's not ever, funny. This, this movie... You ever watch something and it takes your joy away, you know? Like, mm. you be having a good day and then you watch it and then you're just like, you're not mad, you're not sad, you're just like now exhausted for some reason and you're like, how oh, did this happen? Yeah, that's a, that's a, mm. Like, this movie, I feel tired. Like, I was like, yeah. this was a tiring movie because you, it gave you hope. Oh my, oh my God. We've only been recording for 40 minutes. How is yes, that it feels like, it feels like forever. <laughs> Literally, <laughs> how is that possible? It feels like forever. This is like, you know, this is like when you have a sports team and you know your team is trash, but you keep rooting for them. But then by the end of the season, you're just <laughs> hey, done. Hey, man, come on. Listen, I'm a blow. Washington. What's our name? Football That's team. Football team. Commanders. What's that? They should have called the them commanders. commandos. They should have called them commandos. That'd have been more Draw. fun. The Washington no. Commandos. <laughs> no, <laughs> not the commander. The commanders feel low key racist. I don't know why. Commandos feels cool. I mean, commanders feels racist. I mean, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I mean, right? I guess I, I mean, do, but I, I still think yes. Commandos is not a great name. I mean, no, it's not a great name, Bray, but they're going clearly with colonizer names. They're like, all right, cool. We want to keep the colonizer theme going. We're we'll calling them Commanders. Assholes. Uh, they should have just kept Washington football team at that point. They yeah. didn't even change the colors, those cheap ass motherfuckers. Like well, you ain't going to change. change the colors, right? Did they change the colors of the of the Guardians, the the formerly team formerly known as the oh. Indians? Cleveland Indians? Did wait? Did they? I thought they. I, I think the they same did. Colors. Wait, hold on. They changed the colors. Why would you? I do feel that? like the color scheme went a little different. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What else do we have? What to say? else? This <laughs> sucks. Wait, there's a there's a there's a betrayal in the movie. Who cares? I did like their. I Who did like their. Cares, um, the scenes with uh, Jason Bateman and and like the. I liked that date scene. I mean, the, it like, wasn't butter, bad. The buttering, like that's you know, like that's like a. That's what I mean. I wasn't like guffawing because it's no, but definitely it was, not. But, not, but not it was laughing. fun. It's like a fun, like you know. Uh oh, what are you doing there? You know, you it's know, that. I love that little. It's two little comedians. Bit. It's two comedians. You know, having fun. They're both you know, masters of their craft. So they're, they were working with nothing. But they made it. No, I, I'm just saying. I liked Ben. I liked Ben's cameo in this. I, every time they went back to him and he's just very dry, very dry 
very seriously talking about his boils on his face. Can or whatever. you see my scars? I, I, that was funny. Like I actually laughed at that. I thought that that was funny. I liked it. I, I, I liked his bit. And every time it came back, I thought it was funny. Every time he put the makeup on and he's like, yeah, I just thought I wanted to very, very sincerely. Yeah. I just wanted to, I thought I'd, I thought I'd mask it a little bit and it's grossly like caked on there. I, I liked that. Yo, I'm not going to lie to you. This movie, <laughs> yo, this movie, I did. I, there's, you know, there's a couple things about it that were, that were. That I mean, funny. here's the thing: all those things that you mentioned were pleasant, but yeah. not. I'm not like n- none of them was I really laughing. Maybe the yeah. first time Jason Bateman did the crab walk, I was like, "That's pretty funny." Yeah, because it felt so random. It felt like he just was like, "It was I'm so a crab." I'm walking. Yeah, up. and that, that was. I was like, "That's funny." Yeah. I would have loved to see him kind of be a little cool at just one point. Yeah. yeah, have it be some reason that he's literally... Because he had henchmen. Like, he... Yes, he was working for... Yes, he's working under the mayor, but also he had henchmen under him, right? Like, he was, like, the point person or whatever. So, like, why is that? Why does the crab, you know... Why does the crab... And so, you know... So, the Big Bad's plan is tr- the most obvious plan in the world. He loses the mayor race, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna... Uh, I'll, uh, I'll have a party, you know? And everybody there, I'll invite all the, I'll invite the winners. You know, everybody there, it'll be great because everybody there will get what's coming to them. A party. They never caught him. What was, one, what was his power set? Was he Superman? And then two, she knocks him out the window. And like, does that mean he's dead? Because clearly he's There's super. a line. There's a line where he's not dead, but they like, they caught him. All right. Because this is a, this, they're going to do. Thunder Force 2. No, how did no, ca- no, they not, catch him? <laughs> how did they catch him? How they did it? No, it doesn't they left make it open because they might do a Thunder Force 2. You know, you keep the big bad alive so you can do a Thunder Force 2. Tell Marvel that kill killing bad. bad guys nonstop on Marvel. Keep doing yeah, but Marvel has a Marvel has a a catalog of villains that they can they can go they can dip into, you know, and go back and return and use them again and again. Thunder Force don't have that. Thunder Force don't have that. So they got to, so okay. you know. <laughs> so after he says the most obvious plan, which is I'm going to be there. And then he's like, it's going to be a blast. And you're like, okay, so he's going to bomb the building. So he puts a bomb in the building. They, they get double crossed, but the daughter realizes it and she knocks out the woman. And then she decides to, apparently there was more serum for with super speed. I don't know how that happened or why nobody else injected it, but she injects herself with super speed. We don't really see that. Actually, we just see her come in at the end while they're fighting. You know, it's a boring fight scene. Tavia Spencer, <laughs> you know, at least at, this is the most action she has. Is she knocks, she gets to take out the henchmen, but then she gets knocked out by the big bad. So Melissa McCarthy, with the help of the daughter, I guess, saves the day. And then they find the bomb. They're like, it's too late to, you know, disarm it. And so she's like, well, I'm, uh, I'm the one who can survive the blast. And so what that means is instead of taking it, and I guess, I don't know, I actually don't, I don't know what this mean, meant at all. Instead of just throwing it up in the air, like really hard, you know, so it explodes over the city or throwing it into the water, which is basically what she does anyway. She decides to take it and then jump into water. Okay, couldn't so now speed, she's bombed. Couldn't the speed girl, couldn't she have ran? She says, she said, like, I can just run it out the city. And the mom is like, it's too dangerous. Oh, I don't remember. They talked about she this. She just already. said, the mom just said, it's too dangerous. Like, 
it, the, that power is unstable. You know, some BS line they had to do to justify. But also, how does she move. survive the bomb? Because she's super strong. Dora, I don't know how she survived the bomb. I also don't know why she couldn't just throw it in the water. Why she needed to jump into the water with it? I guess the idea was that her aim was bad. She's also she's not bomb proof, but she they did establish that she does heal quickly. She didn't have a scratch on her. Yeah, she heals really fast. Right. <laughs> I. It was so funny where they. They lift it up like the thing, and she's completely intact with not a scratch on her, not a burn mark or anything. And then the daughter goes, oh, my God. And I was like, what are you saying, oh, my God, to? The fact that she's perfectly okay? <laughs> like, if it was a bomb and she would have been affected by it, she would be in pieces. Clearly, she hasn't been. Why did you think she was dead? Obviously, she's not. And she wasn't, uh, you know. And so then there's a bit where she throws up river water on the shoes. Apparently, that was supposed to be funny. <laughs> And then the mayor, the new mayor goes, hey, can you be like, can you be like, can you work with the city? And like, I don't know if they're going to pay them or what. They're just like, can you be like the official superheroes of the city? And she's like, Thunder yeah, Force sure. sequel, baby. Thunder Force 2. I'm ready. I'm excited. I want to see because because like Bray said, there's only three miscreants. We only got to see three of the miscreants. So what's going to happen is they'll set up a new big bad for Thunder Force 2. And then at some point, the mayor is going to break out of whatever high, high, uh, you know, high facility prison. You know, they got him in. He's going to break out and then he'll be the new big bad. This is about to be fun. I'm excited. I know I've been shitting on the movie this whole time. I'm excited for Thunder Force 2. I'm I, ready. I think if they were going to do a sequel, which they won't, they would have a new superhero team come in and compete with them. You know what I mean? You know, Ooh, yeah, uh -huh. somebody has replicated. Somebody has figured out how to replicate the serum. Yeah. Yes, now, and so it's another group of people. Mm -hmm. You know what that movie yeah, is called? Yeah. It's called that Jamie Foxx movie that was so much better. When everybody gets a pill uh, to make them superheroes. Project Power, Project Power, baby. That's a better movie. That's a guys a much better movie. Listen, I don't have anything to say about this movie. Like to me, this movie set up a swirl, and they didn't do it. Okay. The grandma is like, yo, I thought y'all was going to date. Thought y'all was going to, like, get it on. She even made them a doll. I'm like, at this point... That was... I thought that was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was one of the funny moments. The, the toppers. Are. Cool, man. Let, let, let's get a real swirl. Maybe they were lovers, and we just didn't know it yet. That would have been a turn I didn't see coming. But we didn't get that swirl, okay? We didn't get anything. We got the mistreatment of Octavia Spencer. All right. Is that the end of the Is thought? That the end of the <laughs> Guys, it I, like I, to say I just feel exhausted. Okay. It is like, I feel like the, you know what it is? This movie was so bad. I don't think I'm going to watch a comedy for at least a couple days. Cause I don't trust don't let them this now. dude, this to no, comedy no, James, for you. No, James, I don't trust them. Okay. I don't trust watching another comedy. So I'm not going to watch them for a few days because I don't know what's going to happen. You don't happen. trust watching a single other comedy? Nope. All right. Nope, James. is ruined. Here's what I wanted. To, here's what I would have liked. This is what I would like to have happened, okay? Because you know, this movie, we know, was all kinds of sideways, right? So this is what I would have liked to have happened, right? So uh, Octavia Spencer is their, it's their first battle They're at the convenience store. And she's, she's like over there hiding, invisible. She invisible, but she hiding, you know. The guy's like shooting, blah, blah, blah. And Melissa Cardi like, why don't you do, get up, do something, do something. And then suddenly we hear, why do you think she's not doing anything? Maybe because the writer sidelined a black woman. 
Well, I'm going to put a stop to that. And then and we, we pan over. Steel's standing there. He's, he, got all this, he got all his armor on. But right next to him, he got a second set of armor. And he's like, the white woman took your strength. Here, you can have it back. And he tosses the, uh, the armor. She puts on the armor. She suddenly has super strength. Okay? Then they start, Steel and Octavia, they start molly whopping. You know, pop, 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 pop. And then, and then, and then Steel's like, you don't need, why don't you, why don't you get rid of this? You know, he's like, he's like, you could, you're on your own. You could do, you don't, you don't need, you don't need this other person now. You now have both. And then, and then that's, and then, and then. It's time they, for the cause. And then they go off into something. Few they go off, they go off, into, they go off into the, <laughs> how much we like them. They go off, but whether or not they help. They go off into the, the cause of leading black actors. I don't know why it made me laugh so much. The film. Fully helps the cause, the we give it a black fist. Together, because the sun, the sun goes if down. If it somewhat you know, helps the, the sun, cause, we give it a white palm. But behind them, if it the doesn't sun, help the cause at all, we don't give it anything. So the sun's, the sun's going so down as on the as count of three. The, the thing will lift our reviews and the, for like, the sun is like glinting thunder off force. Of the, it's like glinting right. off of James. The, let, it go. <laughs> let it go. Let it go. Nothing. Two. Nothing and beyond. Nothing. You're you guys are liars. No, no it deserves no. it deserves it a palm. No, I'm not even listening. It deserves a palm. It deserves no. a palm because we got we got we, Taylor we, Mosby. Mosby. Yeah, Taylor Mosby is in it. She she was good. No. Yeah, yeah she's no. good like, in it. She's good in it. It's a big movie for her. It doesn't. She's not going to be affected by it at all because she was like, you know, a sidekick. But it's going to help her career. So y'all abandon yeah. me right now. And and we see we see her no. grandma. We see we see Octavia's grandma. No, and stuff. It's like it's like there's a lot of black characters in this. Damn, and, damn, damn. And it is disguised as a lead. Like it's disguised as Octavia as the as the lead. So I think that like that. I think that. And and the fact that when when Homegirl does become a speedster at the end, I do think that like there's some little girls watching this who are gonna her be like, her costume I can ain't do even this. cool. The costumes ain't even well, cool. Well, I mean, none of the costumes are cool at all. Yeah, the costumes were The pretty. costumes ain't oh, cool. Oh, God, the costumes were terrible. This, you know what, everyone? It almost so felt know. like it was on purpose. So the, sun, the, the sun's coming down as they're walking into the they're walking. Also, into the what sunset. was that slow motion shot when they and first put on the suits? And they winked. I was like, this supposed to be a badass shot? First off, so everyone at home knows, Jonathan and James gave it a pump. I gave it nothing. But this movie really got three nothings. They just scared to do it. So I'm going to say it for him. Three nothings. Okay. Actually, let me be nice. I'm trying to be nice. I'm trying to be better. I, I, think, I think two palms, two white palms and nothing, I think is a correct. I, I thought I was actually going to be the only one giving it a palm. I'm surprised Bray gave it a, gave it a, gave it a palm. But, but yeah, I mean, you know, the movie doesn't deserve a fist. But I don't think it deserves absolutely nothing from all three of us, right? Man, I don't know. I think it did. <laughs> I think it did. Yeah, it it does have a lot of problems from a, from the standpoint of race. It was like so bad. It was like, yo, you should be offended. You know that kind of bad. Thanks for listening. Sorry, I don't have the energy to finish this out. Oh wait, hold on. Let me muster it up real quick. <laughs> Hey guys, thanks so much for listening. You can follow us at Black Man Podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Blackmanpodcast.com <laughs> is our website. We have a Indiegogo campaign for a short film we are making called The Threshold. It is about the three black men 
who go on vacation and wake up to find a dead white woman in their Airbnb. Oh my God. <laughs> the threshold. It's going to really, it, it, you know, any contribution you can give will definitely help us. Again, you can go to blackmanpodcast.com. There's a link to it at the bottom of the website. You could also go to our Instagram. I think all of our personal Instagrams have it, a link in the in our profiles. I think mine does. Let me make sure. You can follow me at John Braylock, Twitter and Instagram. I think I'm about to take a break from social media. What? Oh, at James Third Comedy. Third is 3RD, but... Your boy might. You may not be there. I might not be there. I'm on TikTok. Keep making all these damn videos. Don't nobody give a shit. <laughs> I don't know why I'm trying so hard. <laughs> follow me, please. But don't. I'm not going to be there. Follow me. Don't follow me. Somebody was like, does this make 200? They tweeted at me for us to do our, you know, for us to do our Patreon. It was like, is this 200? I was like, no, this is number 13. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you rate and review us on iTunes, give us five stars. We'll read your review on the air. Best podcast ever, B-Sci 45. James, Bray, and Jarrah have the best chemistry. You could tell that they are really friends from the podcast. Vampires vs. the Bronx and Jingle All the Way are two of my favorite episodes. Their takes on movies are so intuitive, thoughtful, and hilarious. I highly recommend this podcast. I hope they do Surf Ninjas soon because I would love to hear <gasps> yes! their take on it. I also, feel like you actually have read this now that I get to, we get to the Surf Ninjas, but maybe not. Also, we should do Surf Ninjas. <laughs> let's also, do surf maybe, ninjas. maybe Little Monsters starring Lupita. And please bring back the Patreon. Oh, that's 14. Because it would be dope <laughs> if you covered Lovecraft Country or The Wire. Thank you for this podcast. It's helped me through a very dark year. It always lights Aww. up my day. And... Like I like this IG at Midnight Run Studio. Let me know if you need any art. I don't remember this. Hey, hey, you know what? Keep your head up. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, year has been tough, man. Keep your head up. Okay. Keep it your head Surf ninjas up. Ninjas and Ooh, little monsters. I'll child. add that to the list. Things Thank you so much for listening. Easier. We'll see you next week. Ooh, Peace. To get brighter. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production, produced by Melissa D. Bonts. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. To listen to this podcast ad-free, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. Check out video clips of our podcast on YouTube at youtube.com slash foreverdogteam. And make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at foreverdogteam to keep up with all the latest Forever Dog news. Forever Dog What's up, Black Men Can't Jump comic book fans? James III here to talk to you about my comic series, Junior, available now on Kickstarter. The ghost with the most past due child support is back in four brand new issues of this semi-autobiographical supernatural comic series. It's got all sorts of spooky hijinks for fans of Beetlejuice, The Good Place, and The Mummy, stuff like that, and features award-winning artists from Marvel, DC, Dark Horse, and more. It's available on Kickstarter through June 9th. Go to ruleof3inc.com or follow me at ruleof3inc on IG for more details. Donate today!